Welcome to the Big Kids Show. This is the Notorious B.I.G. Kids Show. I am your host, Big Nick, and thank you all for kicking it, even if it's just for a little bit with us. First off, I want to thank everyone for listening to our fine show, to subscribing to the fine show and following the Big Kids Show. That's right. Subscribe and follow so you never miss a new episode. And every big kid knows new episodes drop every Sunday, delivered right to your favorite listening device. And we are on Twitter and Instagram at the Big Kid Show. And joining me as usual are two of the big kid elite we have mr b and mr mark thank you thank you thank you we welcome and appreciate your applause hello gentlemen today is going to be a fun one and that is because today boys and girls we are talking three questions that's right three questions all centralized around one topic and we do not know the answer so I have to warn you, the lawyers tell me, the big kid lawyers have instructed me. I do not know what these two crazy dudes are going to (laughs) say. So I am not responsible. The big kid show is not responsible. The research team, not responsible for what Mr. B and Mr. Mark say to you. All right. What is our topic today here, boys and girls? Well, it's very fitting. Because it's Halloween. We're going to have three questions all based around one of America's Mm -hmm. favorite holidays, and that is Halloween. All right. It's that time of year, everybody, boys and girls. And it's the time where we dress up. We go trick-or-treating. We knock on strangers' doors. We hope that they don't put strange things into our bags. (laughs) Maybe the best part of Halloween is the, the... the interesting outfits that some of the women like to dance around about in. Who knows? We don't know, right? It's a crazy <laughs> time of 80s. year. Yeah. That's right. right. <laughs> All right. Under the Halloween theme, we got three great Halloween questions for you today. Let's get things started off. And you know what? Let's start off with our friend, Mr. B. He was the one that hosted a fantastic Tecmo Bowl party at his home not too long ago, and I got my, uh, you know what, kicked in at that place. <laughs> we we all did by uh, that was a blast. Yeah, we all did, but it was a fun time. Shout we had out a, to we had Ian. A blast. Yeah, that's Shout right. Out to Ian, the big winner of our uh, our tournament. So, Ian, we we all hate you just a little bit. We love you and hate you at the same time. Exactly. Yeah, it was love it was you. difficult. I believe he went undefeated. Yes, he yes, did. He did. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and it took he was he was on performance enhancing drugs. I don't know what they were, but that's right. We should have tested him. That means he beat like eight players. If not yeah. no, probably won ten games if I had yeah. to figure it out yeah. correctly. Correct. He probably won ten games straight in Tech Mobile. All right. Well, good for Ian. All right. We're back to Halloween. Here we go. Three questions. First question I got for you all. Mr. B, you are up. Scary movie character that you would not want to face off against. What scary movie character do you not want to have to fight? We're talking you're walking down. It's late at night. Dark alley. You got no weapons. No, your car's not even in sight. And something <laughs> pops out of the bushes and, and you reach for your key fob and you go to hit the unlock. You can't even hear can't even hear the doors unlock your your car so far away, and you have to square off against a somebody from a scary movie. Who is it that you do not want to see in that dark alley with you, friend? Easy decision for me. It would be a one 
Frederick Krueger. Mm. Frederick Krueger. We'll, we'll call him Freddy Krueger. And <laughs> let me tell you why, actually. All right. So all the other dudes that you could think of, they walk really slow. I will just run. All right. <laughs> Jason, Michael Myers, most of the uh, Chucky, the little doll. I'll just kick him. They and are meanders, but like I'll just, I'll just, but just keep running. Everyone runs, and they're like, "Let's hide in this basement." Like you're an idiot. Let's hide behind this chainsaw. I'll run like five <laughs> miles. I'll just run five miles away from him. By the time he caught up, I could go another five miles. So, but Freddy Krueger. All right, he's in my dreams. Cool. Yeah. I can't. I, as much as I can stay up for a while, I can't stay up for three days. Um, also, badass glove. Right, yeah. I don't. I don't want a piece of that glove. Um, and again, everyone has to sleep. But since he's like a dream murderer, I guess you would call him. I can't like can't hit him with a baseball bat because he's in my dreams. You know, at least well, like with Jason and Michael Myers or these kind of guys. Like I could try to whack him in the head with something and run. But you know, Freddy Krueger is going to do some kind of trickery and dream sequencing, scary stuff, and. I don't want a piece of that. I don't want a piece of no dream fighting. Well, let's not forget the ugly Christmas sweater that he's wearing, which is pretty terrifying. The red and green, right? I mean, he's got the ugly Christmas sweater where he's rocking. And, and so. he looks like a burnt hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> burnt yeah. hot dog that fell out of the pan. I, yeah. I don't want a piece of Freddy Krueger. Again, my, my reasoning being that most of those other guys, even though they're quasi supernatural like they just walk slow. Like I'll just keep running. Yeah. <laughs> or I'll. He go was get on it. my list, Mister B. I mean, or he I'll, definitely I'll, is one of those guys. Yeah, because I I don't like the stuff that I can't control. Like, all right, Jason's coming after me. I'm just gonna keep running. Yeah. Like, I've never like literally, seen Jason like, run. Yeah, I'm gonna time. run in a straight line. I'm gonna run like Forrest Gump <laughs> all across Greenbow, Alabama, to the next state, and then by the time he catches up, like I'll be like, cool. Now I have a tank. And like, you know, all kinds of assault rifles and we'll just shoot them in the face. So <laughs> Freddy Krueger's my guy. I got a couple honorable mentions, but I don't even want to get into that because Freddy Krueger's the guy I do not want to have to fight in an alleyway. That's convincing uh, selection. Well, and the fact, like you said, you can only stay up for so long. I think that's what was kind of terrifying about him is like, you got to go to sleep, yeah. you know, and you can't escape that he's going to be there waiting for you. Yeah. So. And, and if you've ever been like sleep deprived and you're trying to like stay up and you're like, oh, I can't. Oh, I can't. It's miserable. Oh, well, we just... witnessed it in the movies, right? We yeah, saw we yeah. saw all the kids try to stay awake. It yeah. took them a, while, a little while to figure out that that's what, what you kind of have to do. But uh, yeah, you, you have to stay awake or or remember, if you can tell yourself, if you can figure out mid dream that you are dreaming. That also helps to defeat one yeah, Frederick Krueger. See, I don't have that skill. Otherwise, every time in my dreams, I would just be winning the lottery and uh, <laughs> playing on stage in front of a million people. And it would, you know. Driving sports cars. Yeah, that would be my dream. Instead, it's like terrible <laughs> dreams. Like, like, why, why am I in a dream? Like, I'm at work. Like, this is the worst dream I ever had <laughs> in my <sucks>. life. <laughs> Turn in your TPS report. Did you get the memo? <laughs> So, screw Freddy Krueger. I don't want a piece of that guy. The mind doctors, these uh, these psycho uh, egghead types, they tell you, look for a clock. 
in your dream. That's how you can tell yourself that you're dreaming. You won't be able to find a clock, or if you do, it won't make any sense. Anyway, that's, that's a deep, whole nother show. That's, that's a whole a nother track. show. I actually had just a, a total out there. I, t- I had one of those dreams. We're going to hear about like, Mark's dreams. Uh-oh. Hey, <laughs> everyone, <laughs> hey, everyone we take notes. Everyone take notes. We have Everybody to do it because ready. Mark is a weird dude, like in a good way. Sorry. <laughs> Lawyers, get ready. Get your, your spreadsheets ready. Um, no, I had a dream a couple weeks ago and it was one of those dreams that like in the dream, I remember being like, this isn't a dream. This is really, you know what? I was so convinced that it was real life that in the dream, I remember convincing myself that it wasn't a dream in the dream. <laughs> so if I can't do that, there's no way I'm getting away from Freddy Krueger. I mean, that guy, you don't stand a chance. Yeah. Yeah. I don't stand a chance. I mean, you know, he, he just be sitting over there laughing in the corner. Like, this guy's screwed. Yeah. I I can't do that stuff. So again, physical dudes, I can see, I can run fast or I can like drop bricks on their heads or stab them in the face. At least I have a chance, but Freddy Krueger, he can't be dream messing with me. So I'm out. I think that's a fine pick there, Mr. B. And not only that, I I don't know that anyone would have a great argument against any one of our choices. Hopefully, hopefully, who knows what Mark will say. But um, Mark, (laughs) that leads us to you, buddy. Who do you not want to have to face, right? When it comes down to it, you don't want to square off against this guy. Maybe it's a girl, ghost. We don't know. Somebody from a scary movie you do not want to have to face in a dark alley. Well, it's Jimmy from Walmart. No, I'm just kidding. Um, So I think he's on suspension, by the way. For me, me, I mean, obviously, there's there's quite a few that pop into your head. But I think one of the movies that legitimately scared me the most, the very first time I saw it when I was a kid and that has somewhat hung with me is Pennywise and Clowns. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he seems cannot, pretty difficult. <laughs> like I, I've never liked clowns. I, I'm not, you know, I've never found them entertaining. I've always found them terrifying. The scene of Georgie and oh, going into yeah. the sewer. I can't tell you how many. I mean, I was nine years old when that miniseries came out with Tim Curry, and I'm pretty sure I snuck and watched it and regretted every moment of it because that opening scene is just terrifying especially as a kid like i mean you're walking around your own neighborhood and you're looking down in the sewer drains and not to mention you know i'm an adult now so i'd be in you know episode two or right like you know i'd be in the second half of the movie now even if i'm brave enough to square off against pennywise then he can just transform into some giant spider or whatever the hell. You know, he's not even a, a clown or a monster. He's some interdimensional cosmic entity. So it's like, what? Like, I'm, I don't want to face that guy in the alleyway. You know, like, even if you try to run, like, he turns into that spider. I'm pretty sure he's going to outrun me. He's got, you know, eight legs now, and he was huge. So to me, Pennywise, I still feel like I'm a bigger fan of the Tim Curry Pennywise, maybe that's just the nostalgic me. Of course. Fair enough. You know, I, I think the fact that, I don't know, I just, I, I wasn't as much of a fan of the the makeup and the way it was done for the newer ones. Great movies, great movies. Um, but original Tim Curry, Pennywise, scares me to death. Don't want anything to do with him. Still love Tim Curry, but don't find me in a dark alleyway with your natural red hair 
and uh, <laughs> your your creepy makeup. Well, and I think that piggybacks with what I was just saying is this is not like a physical entity. He's he's in your mind. He's in your dreams. He's yeah. You know, it's not like a he guy just shows just, up and he's holding balloons. Like, yeah, what? You, where did he come from? Well, <laughs> and then, and it's like not always reality. So that's what's even yeah. scarier. Like, it's one thing if you're like, all right, there's a guy attacking me. I'm going to punch him in the in the face. You mm-hmm. can't punch Pennywise in the face because he's messing with you on levels. Exactly. And that's what that's what always scares me is stuff that I couldn't like defend myself against. Like, like you said, the stuff you can't control. Yeah, yeah. that's a hundred percent. Like I, again, Jason's coming at me. All right, he probably could still kill me, but. I at least see he's a dude and I can run over him with a Mack truck, you know, <laughs> multiple yep. times back and forth, bah, 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 you know? <laughs> but you can't do that with Pennywise. Cause he's all doing trickery in your brain. Like <laughs> so, Georgie, come down here. <laughs> be like, don't do it. Georgie run. Georgie, run. <laughs> it's not worth that stupid paper boat. <laughs> right. <laughs> God damn it. Georgie run. Well, and I tell you what, both of you guys pick, I mean, the picks to me are somewhat somewhat similar because you're right. Freddy's the dream master, and Pennywise has got these otherworldly, multi-dimensional powers. Almost the thing with their that's scary about them is you do not know what form they will appear to you mm-hmm. in. Like you, you mm-hmm. don't. They may come off as something that's not scary at all. That's that seems yeah. like something normal that's something you should be seeing something that you should be interacting with someone that you should be talking to and then it turns out that oh it's the bad guy that is here to kill you i'm Mm -hmm. i'm with you mark i love the uh the first i i think to me the second the second making of it was of course, better. And and I think because yeah. it has to do with the one, the, the amount of money that was spent, the production and, level and, and through CGI the CGI and all that stuff. The CGI. And you're right. And when you're talking about a being who the, the main character or the enemy has otherworldly powers, multidimensional powers, it really required technology of the 21st century to really give you the full spectrum of what that evilness was. However, that first movie, the first one, the monster in the sewer scene yeah. was terrifying to me as right? a kid. The words, you will float to, uh, yeah. that sentence scared me to, di- now maybe I probably shouldn't have watched that when I was like eight, like that yeah, exactly. bad parenting on it, you know, well, bad actually, parenting. I, th- I, I think it would have been, I think it was 90. So, so it was 90 when it came out. So you would have been nine or 10 ish. Big Nick, yeah. but still, he's still. It, it scared me like an eight-year-old because well, it was yeah. on like ABC. It was I, like well, a you know series, you know. A two-part. I take that back. I shouldn't blame it on my parents. I should blame it on ABC, right? Yeah. They, they put it on regular TV where where a ten-year-old <laughs> regular could be, ass TV. unsupervised ten-year-old could be watching it. Dude, I oh. I steered ten feet clear of every sewer for about the next two weeks. Yeah, especially I, if I it mean, was raining terrifying terrifying and honestly like there's something about the simplicity of the makeup that tim curry had and again you you get into the cgi and once he like transforms that then you get into different territory but just the clown like the second the newer the the newer version with uh scars guard is that what the guy's name yeah. is i'm trying to remember yes it looked creepy just looking at him 
Tim Curry looked a little bit like a normal clown, and that's what was creepy about it. Like, like he was he, he was look, an inviting clown. Yeah, exactly. He didn't look crazy to the look until you really look, like. Remember the scene? He's like waving. And you're like, oh, he looks like he could be. But that was what was so terrifying about him is that he looked just like a normal no, Ronald I McDonald. Agreed. Clown, yeah. you know? and, and I think we're going back until to the, the teeth came out. Yeah. The nostal- yes. nostalgia of we were eight, nine, ten. And we watched that. Yeah. And then so obviously your brain locks into that at the time versus the newer one. I mean, now we're older and be like, dude, I'd punch that clown right in the nuts. You know, <laughs> but yeah. Awesome Who- pick, buddy. Quick question. This is oh, not yeah. one of our not one of our selections for today's show, but um who was your favorite character from the good guy side, from the from the kids that become adults? Uh Mark, since you picked it, let's hear your pick. Do you have a favorite? Mm. I don't know, putting me on the spot. It's I, tough, I always liked uh Richie. You know, he was supposed to be yeah. kind of the funny guy. Um, and it was it was the guy that was in a, a night court. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he played the judge in Night Court. See, I, I always liked J- John Ritter's role. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah because he, he was he like was the, the main ch- guy. He, he was the chubby. No, he was the chubby kid when he was young. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That was John Ritter. Yeah, oh, I, I miss John, John Ritter. Ritter. From the John Ritter. perspective, I think was probably definitely probably one of my favorites. But I like John Ritter as an actor, so it's probably a little bit of bias yeah. there. But. By the way, Night Court underrated show. Very underrated. That brings it to Big Nick's pick, right? Let's let's hear it, Big Nick. And and, and now I feel bad because I'm picking somebody that has been downplayed by both of my fellow <laughs> big kids before I, I knew I it. Choose I knew it, it was going to happen. Who, who who did I pick? Do you know? I'm going to go with Michael Jason. Myers. I oh. picked Jason Voorhees. Uh, Mark was right. He can read my mind. I knew it. I know. We've been hanging I out in the, the disappointment on his long. face. When when he when he saw how quick how easily we would handle Jason yeah, Voorhees, Mark he's like, I, I, hey, what's the matter? Because here we're, we're going down the alleyway and we like, oh, it's Jason. Me and Mark are like, cool. Let's just keep running. See you later. <laughs> the, the other way. And Nick's like, what do I do? What do Big I do? Nick's like, let's see what he needs. Yeah. <laughs> let's maybe, out. maybe I'll give him my wallet. And they're like, no, dude, run the other way. <laughs> All right. First of all, Big Nick's I think like, you guys shut up. <laughs> Taking my ball and I'm going home. On occasion, he runs, first of all. All right. And to be when, honest with you, what movie did he run in? I would love to know that because I want to see that movie. Oh, he ran in one of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one of them. It, 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 was, it was called Jason versus Forrest Gump. Yeah, it was, uh, it was Friday the 13th, four. He ran to the bathroom in that oh, one. Um, there we but, go. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking dude has superhuman strength. Agreed. Agreed. So to me, out of all the choices that we had, it, I think of kind of Jason and Mike Myers very similarly. Me too. And I, I had a hard time deciding between the two. One thing that kind of terrifies me about both of them, first of all, complete psychopaths, right? No, no question yes. about that. And, even more scary, they became psychopaths at a young age. That look, yeah, nobody likes a psychopath, but you don't want a one that grew up. And then they, they they grab just any random weapon, whatever's handy. They're like, "Oh, I will use this to drive it through your body," and it <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like so, and when it came down to me deciding between Mike Myers and Jason Voorhees, you know what was was the deciding factor? 
It was the old 1989 Friday the 13th Nintendo video game. Because that son of a gun, he was impossible to beat. Like, and so, like, I just, I just thought, I'm like, between the movies and the video games, I'm like, there's no chance. Nobody stands a chance against this guy. Yep. I mean, dude, trust me. There's, I I think even as Mr. B and I joke about running away from him, doesn't mean a little bit of pee that goes down your leg when you see him right. in the You will be running alleyway, to the bathroom. You know what I mean? Like, there's definitely a little bit of that there. Hey, I'll pee um, myself as long as I'm running the other way. <laughs> You're going to leave him a trail of uh, urine. Because, and, and it doesn't make for an exciting movie of like, all right, Jason, 14. And like you walk down a, a, a hallway and you're like, he's there like, see ya. And you take off running. <laughs> and you're like, all right, the movie's over because I ran track. And it is like, he has not <laughs> stopped running. <laughs> yeah. I'm literally three counties over. By the time he catches up, I'm on a helicopter. I'm in, you know, Canada, you know. Well, and I think that, too, you know, we talked about the deception play from your guys' evildoers, right? That they could disguise themselves and present themselves yeah, as whatever mind, they really want. Mind manipulation almost. So that yeah. would appear to be an advantage, a strength over my one Jason Voorhees. However, think about this. You're walking down a dark alley. Dude pops out with the trademark hockey goalie mask on. Aren't you kind of just going like, hey, Big Nick, is that you? Take off the mask. Mark, what are you doing with that with that silly <laughs> mask doing? on, my friend? Next thing you know, you're face-to-face with Jason Voorhees. You realize it's not Mark. You realize it's not Big Nick. Ooh, machete time. Right to the face. Oh. Well, I also, I'm going to realize the big difference of Jason is like 6'5 and 250. I'm like, that's not Mark or Big Nick. <laughs> and well, and he's 6'2. I mean, that's you. And, and neither one of you guys hangs out in alleyways. So yeah. I know that's not happening. I'll be like, that's not you guys fucking with me. I imagine um, there's an interesting smell that permeates from a one Jason Voorhees yeah, as well. He, he probably yeah, doesn't smell like be. he wears a lot of cologne or deodorant. No. <laughs> no. Hey, Jason, heard of a shower, bro? Yeah. Well, Come on, bro. Hey, maybe get a loofah, a loofah, wash them yeah, parts, a loofah, yeah, brush get the teeth. stank off you. Oh, that's great. <laughs> hey, I, li- right. I like the pick, though. I mean, it's, again terrifying guy you don't ever meet that person in alleyway so yeah for sure for sure but big nick run the other way that's right as fast as you can i will be i will put on the adidas and hightail it out of there all right here we go this is this is an interesting one and and this could this question pay attention to the wording because it could go one of two ways right so here's the question what is the funniest or the best Halloween costume you have ever seen. So this maybe this could be something even on TV, I guess, but it needs to be a Halloween costume that you've ever seen best or funniest. I would prefer that it be something you witnessed in real life. Fair enough. Is that can I rip that off? Or you want to go, Mark? Mr. B, you're up first. All right, okay. So um I'm gonna go with a costume that my nephew and his neighbor War. I actually saw this in person. They were quite young, like maybe two. I mean, I don't one or two. And they dressed them up as Harry and Lloyd from Dumb and Dumber. Yes. <laughs> with, with with the blue and orange tuxedos. And they had That's the top amazing. hats. And then on top of that, 
they had a wagon that they decorated like the van that was decorated like a dog. Shagging wagon. Yeah, they decorated <laughs> they decorated the wagon like that. And um it was just a perfect gem. I mean, they were just young enough where I don't even think they knew what they were doing. They're just like, what are we wearing here? And they just they sat him in there and it was the cutest, funniest thing I ever seen in my life. They looked perfect. It was so they you might know, have pulled the move where one of them hit the other one in the ass with the. With <laughs> well, the see, cane. I, th- I, th- I think they were yeah. too young. They're like, we can't give these kids sticks because they will whack- smack each other. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But, but they literally had the blue and orange tuxedos with the top hats, um, and they looked like that's Harry awesome. and Lloyd, and it was just awesome. I mean, that's awesome. I, I guarantee they cleaned up on Halloween that year. They had to been the top costume, so. That's beautiful. Not only the funniest, but I think also one of the best costumes I've ever seen in a long time. So that's fantastic. Try to beat that one. So when they hit you up, when the kids hit you up for trick or treat, dress like that, you know what you give them. You put in the bag, right? An IOU for a Snickers bar. Yeah. Or no, you say I I owe you hang on to that one. Two hundred seventy-five thousand. That's a big one. You know, and hang on to that That's one. You're gonna want to hang on to that one. Actually, no, if they came up to my house, I'd be like, just take the whole bowl. You yep. you guys win. Take it. You guys we'll win the, Halloween. We'll turn, we'll, we'll turn the lights off. Everyone gets nothing. You guys win. No, it was, That's it was a great pick. It was awesome and it was awesome. it was really cool that my my nephew and his neighbor were able to do that and just it was super cute, funny, and awesome all at the same time. So that's my pick. I like it. I like it. I approve. So I'm, I, there's a, a certain kind of costume I've seen recently that has become popular that w- whether it's, you know, fitting or not, I just find super funny. So this isn't my pick, but this is just kind of give you an example. It's one I saw in real life actually last year. It's, it's becoming a little more popular now. So our listeners out there may have even seen them, but it's the ones where you kind of get into like a suit that blows up. And the one I saw was uh, the, uh, you put your head through and it looks like you're a little person being carried from behind by this gigantic alien. I, right? I've seen so some like, of those. Yeah. So those types of costumes to me are just really funny. And I think they're just, they get really creative with them. So the one that I saw was actually, this was in a store. But it's hilarious enough that I'm. It, it can take the cake for me because I almost bought it, and then my wife was, you know, told me I have to walk <laughs> walk by budget, myself Mark. on. We're on a budget. I'd have to walk by myself on uh, Halloween and not with my <laughs> two young kids. So, but um, basically, the costume is it's a blow up suit that you put over yourself. The torso up is exposed. You've got two straps that come across your shoulders like a backpack. And basically underneath your torso is two legs that come straight out in front of you at a 90 degree angle and then straight down. And it is a giant blow up toilet. And it looks like you're sitting on a giant (laughs) blow up toilet. And it's called the adult party pooper inflatable costume. (laughs) And the picture is hilarious because it tells you to carry around a thing of toilet paper with it. So basically you have this gigantic inflatable toilet that it looks like you're taking a crap on, (laughs) but you're just walking around. (laughs) Yeah. For the 50 bucks, I almost took the plunge. But like I said, I don't think my wife would have let me walk with the kids. Yeah, it wouldn't let me walk with the kids to uh to buy that. But 
so yeah, behind you, like you've got the straps on your shoulders. Behind you is the giant like tank where the you know for the toilet. I mean, it's a huge. Oh, it looks it looks spotless. <laughs> and then obviously you just wear black underneath it, and it looks like you got your pants around your ankles. <laughs> <laughs> You're just taking a crap. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to get a pool going with the big kid research team. Go I fund bet, me. I bet we can get five bucks a person. Boom. That's yours. There you go. We're yeah, 50, you 50 people get a dollar a piece. We'll, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk to your wife. I think we can make it take happen. Some pictures. Take some pictures. I do have an honorable mention, but I'll wait on this one as well. So, but yeah, that's, I, I just, they're very creative, you know, and I think, um, Obviously, there's I've seen a lot of good ones, but that was one that I saw that literally just made me like, like blurt out laughing, <laughs> like literally laugh out loud when I saw it. Those are the so, best ones. Absolutely. You're, you're in the store and I can kind of picture how this goes down. Right. You both see the costume and, it, it, you know, and your, your wife's a wonderful, smart, funny person. So I know immediately you're both laughing when you see the costume. Oh, yeah. But then you're a little too intrigued by it. Followed Mark, by <laughs> Mark's like like do they got a large or an extra large? I'm really drawn to this. <laughs> Followed by here. some eye rolling from your partner, right? And then you make a suggestion of, you know, I think I'm going to get it. And that's when she realizes, yep. 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 And and my four and six year old would have loved it. <laughs> oh, they yeah. would have probably thought it was the greatest costume ever. So, well, yeah, we'll sometimes we'll you got to we'll, sacrifice. When Mark, you're married, we'll do you a, know? we'll do a family vote because I feel like I have a one third's vote in your family. So I agree. I yeah. agree. All right. So, and if you're in the plumbing business, that's the costume to get. <laughs> hey, you when people are coming to your door, right with the right? with the adult chaperones, with the mom and dad chaperones, you should Absolutely. be in the toilet costume. On the pooper costume and handing out business cards. Hey, I'm your guy. I'm knee deep in this shit. I mean, what would be even better? Now that you mentioned that, Big Nick, it'd be even better if you open your door. You've got the thing of candy. You just get down on your knees so you can't even see the legs. And it just looks like a toilet is right there in front of the candy bowl. There's a guy taking a dump. And he's like, hey, you want some candy? Actually, I take that back. That actually sounds creepy. If you're not going to buy that, I'm going to go buy that thing. I'm I'll rock that on a Tuesday in <laughs> <a> March. Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> if you, on a side note, have you guys seen the yeah. commercial? It's actually pretty clever where the guy shows up at the party and he's got like a full, like, uh, it's like a unicorn costume. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I thought it was fantasy night. And yeah. like, uh... <laughs> And you can look in the background, it's fantasy football, and this guy shows up in like a full shirtless <laughs> he's, he's unicorn a, he's a costume. centaur. A centaur, <laughs> yeah. I believe they're called. Centaur, that's what it is, yeah. Horse oh, people. Good stuff. Yeah, don't ever do don't ever do that in our fantasy league. Nope. Yeah. Taking casual Friday to the extremes. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. The the funniest one, and you know what, I'm probably gonna take some flack for this. Mm-hmm. Probably. But all right, so I've seen many a good costume in my day. Right, uh, two two of the better ones that I can think of. Our friend Paul, friend of everybody, friend of the yep. show, Paul. We love. He's Paul. multiple times, multiple Halloweens. He's wore this. He's a Guinness bottle, right? And it's just his little head popping out, and he's a he's a giant Guinness <laughs> bottle, which it looks funny because of the shape of Paul too. Like um, <laughs> it just fits Paul. It, it fits him very well. Like if any of our friends could be a giant beer bottle, it would be Paul, and I love him for it. Uh, <laughs> 
also friend of the show, Postal. One time I saw him go as a 1980s coach, and he wore the really uncomfortably short shorts the whole yes, night long at a co-ed party, which was very strange. And his legs looked surprisingly good, to be honest with you. Well, um, <laughs> his, his legs are about as tall as my body, if I remember correctly. Yeah. yeah. But I'm actually going to go with a costume, a a, a duo that I was a part of many years ago. Oh. Just because I I love this so much. And I don't believe that it was my idea. I think it was my other friend's idea. So I believe this would have been roughly seventh grade. So we were probably on the cusp of too old for trick or treat, but uh, or beggar's night, whatever you want to call it. But it, we went as Hans and Franz from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Hans and Franz. <laughs> which I'll was your pop you up. you up. Which was great because all that required oh, was the awesome. gray sweatsuit, the weightlifting belt, and the weightlifting gloves. And yep. so it didn't really require a whole lot of purchasing. And we went as Hans and Franz. And actually, I went with my friend Todd. And Todd was taller than me. So I guess that would make me Hans, who, for those that don't remember, was played by Dana Carvey mm-hmm. on Saturday Night Live. And yep. Franz was played by Kevin Nealon, who was was taller. But uh, interesting, I lo- interesting that you were the shorter one. That's that's all right. Yeah. Usually that's not the case because, as you we all know, I am Big Nick. But uh, the... The thing that I love, they were two of my favorite characters on Saturday Night, Live, Saturday Night Live for the history of the show. And Dana Carvey was one of my favorite uh, cast members of all time. But the other thing, too, was they did a Halloween episode that had Hans and Franz on it back in the day. And I loved the the skit because on the skit, they are handing out... Uh, Vitamin C pills, coconut oil, and bee pollen to the children instead of <laughs> traditional Halloween treats. And then they're also picking on the children because all of their costumes are, are too girly. Uh, and you'd have you to go back girly. in time. Yeah, you everything was too girly. You'd but look uh, chubby, boy. <laughs> but those were two That's of my great. favorite characters, and, and that was that was a fun time for, for old I, Big Nick then. I hope there's a picture of that because I would love to get a hold of that for the uh, – Big kid research team. They would love to see that. Absolutely. Well, and we were two very skinny uh, individuals back in the day. And uh, so we had to put a considerable amount of newspaper in the the arm and chest area, uh, even in the the quad area. But Big Nick, were those newspapers you were supposed to deliver? They were probably got them them right out of the recycling bin, and they went right back in the next day. You didn't short any of your customers, at least. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Oh, I love it, man. We're doing good. Real, real quick, guys, if you don't mind, there's a couple honorable mentions that I, you guys will appreciate that I mentioned. We'll see. We will. We will appreciate it. So you'll appreciate it, Mister B. (laughs) So one of the ones that I saw that I'm pretty sure would have gotten me an immediate divorce um, was. Basically, it's a. It's similar to the other one. It's uh, it's not a blow up though, but it does go around your body. It's an arcade game. So if you think about like a classic arcade game, right? And it comes down beneath your neck. So the top of the machine's beneath your neck. Your arms come out the side, legs out the bottom. Right? It's got the fake screen. It's got the joystick. All that stuff. So the game is called. Hide the sausage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Instant divorce. An old and favorite of ours. 
Yeah, these are inappropriate. So our listeners out there, if you have young ones in the car, now's the time to fast forward about uh, four Ear minutes. Buff. This is but, um, a show only for big kids. Yeah. That's right. So the the picture, you know, these these arcade games had pictures of the characters on the machines on the side and on the front. This one has a big sausage on the front of it with his hands behind his head up in the air and the joystick sticking out of you can probably guess where from the sausage no, where? and it says what do you mean uh where the cackin balls go <laughs> <laughs> the cackin balls there was another one that was just like that except there was a breathalyzer test and it had a big sign where the breathalyzer was it said blow here and let's just say it was beneath the waist Hilarious. I need to cut in here for a second because Mark, Hilarious. you started off this conversation by saying that these mentions were honorable, and my friend, these <laughs> are not, dishonorable mentions, not dishonorable honorable mentions. on any level, but hilarious. Yes, hilariously inappropriate. But uh, guess what? Just, Mark, just checking big, the numbers here, I see we lost six listeners. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> and, but also the Big Kid Research Team says we're going to buy all of those costumes. <laughs> And it's going to be a rotation that we're going to have in. Well, there's the week. three of them, gents. There's three of us. I'm just saying. No, the big kid research team like 30 deep. So we're going to be rocking those That's things true. all week long. Yep. Get ready, boys. You're, you're about to start modeling. <laughs> boys and girls, I should say. Yeah, the feminists um, love that costume. All absolutely. right, here we go. Classy. Anyway. Third and final question for the night, Mr. B. You are up first again, my friend. This is a question that I love. And I don't know that everybody does this. Maybe you guys didn't even do it. But in my neighborhood growing up, we would go out, we would trick-or-treat all night long. And it I, I don't even remember there even being a cutoff point. Like when I was a kid, I'm sure that there probably was like a, a city or a town. They decided the cutoff point. But really in my neighborhood, it was like whatever parent, you know, the parents decided what time because yeah. – some of my friends, they had to go home at different times and some could stay out later than even I could. And I was jealous of those kids. And anyway, when the lights went off. That's what that's when it ended. Oh, see, I, I remember we were after dark in, in oh, the yeah. late in the late 80s. We would trick or treat for three hours. No problem. We Easy. were probably I want to say we were shutting down a, between like 830 and 915. Yeah, feels I like mean, when we were shut nine o'clock was not like inappropriate. From what I remember, I mean, like, yeah. because also we started later. That was the thing where without the safety, like you wouldn't start till six o'clock. So you go from right. six to nine and yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, six we to went nine well was into pretty the dark. Good. Yeah. And yeah, I, I remember we knocked on some doors where lights were off and, you know, probably. Now after beggars night had, you know, everything has stopped. Everybody, you know, once everybody was done, if you had a group of buddies or you had brothers and sisters and you were all finishing up at the same time, what we would do is we would all spill out our candy onto the floor exactly. and you like, we would separate it and we're like taking inventory of what we got. Here's some stuff I don't like. Here's all the stuff I do like. And mm -hmm. I was separated into little different piles, taking the inventory, but then we would, a trading session, a bartering session would take place. Of course. Right? Yes. I mean, this is, this country was built on capitalism, right? I mean, this is America after all. It's the candy so, trade. We started trading candy. Now, what was the candy that you were always looking to make a trade for, Mr. B? What say you? So, 
And it makes zero sense, but the first thing I always wanted was full-size candy bars. Which was a super rarity, especially yeah. in the 80s. Super it, rarity. Super, but, but like every once in a while, there'd be a few. So you'd be like, ooh, you got a full size. And it's weird if you think about it, like, I'll trade you four small Snickers for a full size Snickers. You're like, you, a- <laughs> you actually got less Snickers. Yep. <laughs> but, but in your my, mind, you won. My go-to was, and again, this is very young, Mr. B. I would want a full size Three Musketeers. Ooh, Three that Musketeers was, that guy, was, huh? That, that was my candy when I was seven, eight, nine. I mean, Interesting. It was Three Musketeers, it was where it was at. That was um, your favorite candy bar slash cup? Yeah, slash cup. Because we know they're the same thing. Yeah, they're the same it thing. is the same thing, yeah. absolutely. And so, like, I'm glad we've established that, by the way. In, in the God. neighborhood we would uh, trick-or-treat in, there would be like <laughs> a mix of Nobody giving you anything, and then you'd get like popcorn balls, and then there'd be houses yeah. that would give you full size candy bars. Popcorn and so, balls, like if you never got. I know, pop- I know, I'm joking. It's just okay. It's not. Oh, it's not two words you hear put together every yeah. day. So <laughs> I, it would be me and my brother, and I was. I'm a few years older than my brother, so we'd get home. I would try to uh, manipulate the situation a little bit more than I should, and be like, Drew, I'll trade you. <laughs> five Twizzlers and two packs of Skittles for that full size Three Musketeer, and he'd be like, "No." I was like, "What if like I, I throw it good and plenty for you? What if I throw it? What if I throw in some hot tamales and two, uh, whatever?" And so, but that would be my go-to is a full size Three Musketeers when I was eight, nine, and ten. Very nice. Well done, Mr. B. And I, I'm with you. A full-size candy bar is something that was very desirable by all. And it was it was a rare find. And and it was a diamond in the rough, if you will. And everybody wanted one or or several. Mr. Mark, what about you? What you trading for? What you looking to stock up on, if possible? What you want? So, I mean, for me, this was actually a bit of a softball, Big Nick. I mean, the greatest candy bar of all time, which is Reese Cups. I knew you were going to do it. You're going to do it. <laughs> See, you, you kick a guy while he's down, right? This is like your greatest achievement, huh? Any of you listeners out there who are shaking your head at me violently, just go back and listen to our candy bar draft. Everything will become very clear. But no, seriously, Reese Cups are absolutely the best. And it, it was tough. I mean, there was a few that I was a big fan of. But I think to me, Reese Cups was the best. Twix and Heath were definitely up there as, as stiff competition. Well, hey, Mark, I have to ask um, you. So even as a kid, you liked Heath Bar? Loved Heath Bars. I've always been obsessed with toffee. Okay, so so as when I was a little kid, I thought Heath Bar was stupid, and then I've as I got older, I was like that's my favorite candy bar now. So I just yeah, I, I'm learning a little bit more about your little buddy. Yeah, the uh, the Twix was big. Uh, like I had a really weird way of eating the Twix. I'd always eat the caramel <laughs> off the top. <laughs> that, that's weird. <laughs> eat the bar. I don't know why. I think somebody, some other kid showed me that, and I was that's like, that, uh, "Blame it on yeah, the other kids." Yeah, that, straight that, that, caramel with chocolate around it is delicious. So maybe that's yeah, why. Yeah, that, it wasn't that, kid, that kid was Jason Voorhees. He's a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> Making a lot of sense now, Mark. But yeah, yeah, Reese Cups to me, because they always came in like the, it was the full size one, but it was the individual. So you're basically getting half of a 
candy bar, if you want to call it that, um, you know, in, in one sitting. Um, and they're always delicious, man. Like, although I will say that the one downside, I've got do a little bit of a hit job on Reese's here. They do have the tendency sometimes to pick up the flavor of whatever else they're around. So you pick up a Reese bar from the wrong place. It's like, why does this not taste like a normal Reese? Where, where are we storing this candy? But um, are you now Reese referring bars. to them as Reese bars? Yeah. Did, he, I, did you catch that, Mister V? He just said that, didn't he? I did. He's so he's so offended. Reese cups. I'll go back to cups just for you, big. Nick. Words have meaning, Mark. Cups. Words have meaning. <laughs> Words have meaning. <laughs> So that's what I got. Reese cups. Big Nick is definitely my number one choice. Yeah, because if you're if you're eating Reese bars, then you must have lived in a really fancy neighborhood that we've never heard of. It was fancy. Not to be clear, you're you're getting the single wrapped, <laughs> most likely getting the single individually wrapped cups. Yeah. Well, the, I mean that the was the, the that was you the get jewel. A, you get a one pack, or you even get the smaller one that's just wrapped in the, the foil. That was the more common. The, yeah. the in the foil was the more common. You get the full size one in the orange package. That's a single. That was like, all right. That was a yeah, rare find. Yeah, that's, a the, B, that's a B plus. Then the two you get pack. the full double. That's a bullseye. That's, oh, that that's called that's know. called an ace of diamonds, baby. Exactly. Exactly. So. Now, I went with something that is nowhere near the top of my list of favorite candies of all time but i went with something that i remember only being able to get my hands on at halloween time and that it was a rare find to me so i would trade for it now like i said i would always do inventory right i i wanted the candy bars look the fun size is not so fun i don't know why they call it that but whatever you know <laughs> uh, size. <laughs> but Look, so I I would start to sort out the candy bars that I really cared about, the fun size one, make sure that I had plenty of those, but I was willing to trade off some of the candy bars that I cared less about or some of the other candy that I cared less about. And you know what I wanted to trade for? Because I'd usually only get one pack, maybe two out of the whole night. We had a pretty big neighborhood. Bottle caps. You guys remember bottle caps? Oh, yeah. I do. I do. So wow. they're kind of like a like a sweet tart type candy, mm-hmm. but the Better. flavors are considerably different. To me, I like to think as, of bottle caps as the sophisticated kids. Oh, thinking man. Sweet tart. Sweet tart. Yeah. You stick your pinky up when you eat oh, those. Oh, yes. Oh, very <laughs> highfalutin with the uh, bottle caps. You're like, oh, what do you have there? Sweet tarts? <laughs> <laughs> So for for big kids out there in listener land that have never witnessed, experienced the pleasure and the true pure joy of a bottle cap candy, it is a sweet tablet candy made to look like, of course, soda bottle caps, but they're flavored like some of your favorite sodas, right? You have grape, cola, orange, root beer, cherry. Oh, baby, I'm getting excited just talking about it. <laughs> hey, Big Nick, you're about to get a costume and a guess, bag and go out for Halloween. For Christmas, you're getting a pack of bottle caps, baby. Dude, I thought the root beer flavor and the cola flavor were so kind of unique. Like that, they like were. out of the stuff that you were going to fill up in your, your pillowcase or your 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 fake jack-o'-lantern or 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 bag or whatever you're carrying around. Like that was to me, the most unique flavor that you were going to get out of, out of your total grab for the whole night. 
Well, and I think, I mean, Big Nick, huge, huge props, man, because that's a great pick. To me, those two flavors specifically, it's kind of hard to describe if you haven't had them. If you've had these, you're going to, I think you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But they, they obviously didn't have like the bubbliness that you get with the soda, but they kind of found a way to emulate it in a weird kind of way that wasn't weird when you ate it. Like, I don't know. It didn't just taste like a, a soda flavored candy. It almost, you kind of got a little bit of that. It's not carbonated, but like bubbly, fizzy kind of feel to it. Mm-hmm. But those are delicious. I love bottle caps. I'm not a huge sweet tart guy, no. but Me bottle neither. caps, they were the crown gem of the tablet form. And all I have to say is they were good. But I think you're a psychopath if that's what you're trading for. <laughs> Look, you're trading away candy, less desirable candy for more desirable candy, right? Like, I'm not giving up. It's what you're trading for. It's Are not you giving away a, a Butterfinger and a Twix and a Snickers for that stuff? No. It, no, okay. no, 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 no. No, no. So what, again, you give I, it away like like a half-eaten Tootsie Roll. <laughs> no, you you. Hey, look, bit oh honey, <laughs> bit you oh honey. Oh yeah, those were the worst. <laughs> you can't come to the market with anything that people don't want, right? You have to you you have to trade away something that somebody wants. So yeah, I'm trading away things that are that are good, but I'm also keeping again taking inventory of what I have, and I I would like to acquire more of what I love. But this was something I was always looking to trade for because, again, it, in my entire haul for the night, we're talking 60 pieces of candy. I might get two of these, maybe well, one look, or two. There were so some other the rare. kids the that rare. were, they were, you know, fans of other types of candy that you got. And you were like, dump this off. I'm, <laughs> I'm <laughs> getting rid of this. You know, here you can have, uh, I'm trying to, you remember this little, um, Neko wafers oh, like they yeah, came those, in like, I'm terrible. pretty sure those were just like medicine. I, I don't know. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I think, I think they were just for a heartburn. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> awful, awful candy. I mean, we, we had a, have a whole episode on bad Halloween candy, but we had a dentist, on my in my neighborhood, so he gave out the little toothbrush with the little toothpaste. Yep, yeah. mm-hmm. which yeah, not hey, nothing wrong against that. But, yeah, like, but as a kid, you're but, like but you never wanted it. You, you knew every year, like oh, I'm gonna guy. get one of those. Yeah, I think a couple of times I took it, and I threw it back in his house. Exactly. <laughs> or you love when you get the pennies. You're like, thanks, thanks for three pennies. <laughs> Do I look that broke? What am I, what am I homeless? <laughs> this outfit costs $30. Exactly. <laughs> now, speaking of Halloween candy, I know we're going to wrap up here, guys, but just quickly, what, where's everybody land on candy corn? Because this is a divisive topic. What, what are your thoughts on candy right, corn? I'm, I can hit you with two thoughts. You ready? Candy corn by itself, terrible. Candy corn mixed with peanuts, Delicious. I've never mixed it with peanuts before. It tastes exactly like a payday. Really? I, hmm. so I I was at a poker party and I was like, what's this gross concoction that you're putting in my face? And they're like, just take a bite of it. And I was like, oh my God, it's a payday. But by Big itself, Nick? gross. Big Nick, what say you? So when I was very young, I I could not stand candy corn. And then as I got older, I 
I started to learn to enjoy it. Maybe it's an acquired <laughs> taste. Um, oh, it's like bourbon or uh, scotch. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, that high-end candy corn. <laughs> but I do want to point out one thing that confuses me is there's one that I like significantly better than the other, and I cannot, I cannot discern the two, one from the other. But there's harvest corn and candy corn, and they are different. They're shaped yeah. the same. There, there's like one color variation, mm-hmm. and there's one that I like a, a lot. Oh, hey, what you laughing? You wanted an answer. Now you're laughing at me. Hey, I'm not laughing at you, it's Mr. No, B. I know I'm he's just, rude. I'm, am I being rude? I don't think so. I don't know what you're doing, but somebody <laughs> shut off his mic here. But I'm trying to tell you that there's. I don't know which which is which. There's look harvest coin corn. Harvest I think corn is, is like the dark. It's got the yes, dark. It's the colors. darker one. But I yeah, don't yeah. know which one. I cannot sit here having not. I've not had candy corn in probably who knows. 20 years. That's why I'm laughing, is you're so fired up about candy corn, but it's been 20 years since I I think this is enough show for one day. Exactly. I'll wrap this up. I like candy corn, but it is quite divisive. I have not tried it with the peanuts, Mr. B, so I will have to try that. The absolute last thing I'm trying or throwing out there, and again, this is just one of those funny things that people used to give out, the wax lips. Who was yeah, handing out the wax, the wax lips? lips. I remember great. the wax lips, yeah. And it was like, dude, don't actually eat that. And then your friend would eat that. And then you'd watch him puke. Oh, and- <laughs> I, I ate him all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. That yeah. explains a lot. <laughs> it does make a lot. I'd be like, these taste terrible. Did you eat paint, did you eat paint chips when you were a kid? Of course I did. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Again, this all I think right. this is enough show for one day. Hey, just a reminder out there to all the big kids out there walking with their little kids. Uh, and chaperoning and supervising on Halloween this year. Make sure you check your kids' candy. All right. We love you all. Have a safe and happy Halloween. Halloween.